0: My goodness, I'm so glad to be here this morning, but uh, I feel like that uh, Kathy stole my message because uh, uh, it isn't amazing how God works that uh, nearly all the songs that she planned today had to deal with what I had to say this morning. It's amazing, I, I can't believe it. Uh, you know, I was going gonna, gonna to talk about the cross. That's what I'm going to talk about. But the hymns, were, you know, Saved by the Blood, uh, Tell Me the Story. There's two more there. I, I mean, it just uh, tells the whole story. But anyway, I just uh, uh, want to begin with a word of prayer, if you would. Father, just thank you for this opportunity to speak this morning. Uh, Father, may my words and my thoughts be pleasing to you may that everything i say glorify you in your name and i pray this in jesus name amen <clears throat> in uh, isaiah 9 6 it says uh, for to us a child is born to us a child is given and the government will be on his shoulders and he'll be called wonderful counselor mighty god Everlasting Father and Prince of Peace. Then just to follow that in John 3.16, everyone knows that, for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And I want this morning for us to just think about the price that Jesus paid for you and I. I want you to think about, from the standpoint of a human, a human, perspective, that uh, if you had a son or a daughter, would you sacrifice that person for other people's sins? Uh, you know, the Lord had this plan the Old Testament, all the prophecies talk about uh, Jesus being crucified, but you think about uh, all that He went through, the, the beatings that He took, uh, the, the walk that he made, carrying his cross, uh, being hung on the cross, asking for a drink of water, and his side was pierced. <laughs> uh, it's just amazing. And what, what I'm trying to get across is that his father watched this all the time and wouldn't stop it. And if you think about it from a human aspect, I'm, I'm sure that it would be really hard for any of us in here to give up that son or that daughter for someone else. And we sing the song, He could have called a thousand angels, and He could have. He could have stepped right off that cross and, and left us to be in uh, hell for the rest of our life, if you want to put it that way. Uh, It's just amazing to me that, that that all happened. And you know, by it says, uh, By His stripes we're healed. And if you take that literally, it uh, means you have good health. You're healthy in your spirit. You're healthy in your body. You have provision. You have what you need to live. You have a nice, warm place to live. You have food. You know, it says, uh, By His stripes we're healed. And in the Old Testament, the only way you could have forgiveness for sin is by a blood sacrifice. And Jesus gave His blood that you and I might be cleansed and made whole and righteous so that we could have a promise of eternal life. It's just amazing to me that that all that happened. And, uh, you know, sometimes we take our our, uh, thoughts in our mind off of Christ and we take our eyes off of the cross. And the cross is where it it all happened. And what we need to do is continue just to see that and be aware of what what has been done for us. Uh, In Isaiah 53, 5, it says, He was pierced for our transgressions. He is crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on Him. And by His stripes we were healed. And there is a healing that's just unreal. And you know, uh, I also think about, and I thought about it again this morning when we were saying it, the the Lord's uh, prayer. It says, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, it says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And if you think about that for a little bit, this is heaven on earth. If we just take it and, and believe it and use it that way. I mean, you just think about your family and your home, your children, your grandchildren, all the things that you have, uh, you know, everything that grows in the world, Uh and you wonder how, how you can plant a seed and the thing will come up. You know, how can a man and wife conceive and have a baby? Uh, only God can do that. Uh, so, at the, in John 11 25 it says, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life, the one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whosoever lives by believing in Me will never die. Do you believe this? Absolutely. Uh, Jesus is uh, uh, the way, the truth, and the life. The only way that you can get there is through Jesus. You can't go directly to the Father. You have to go through Jesus. And... uh, you know, we get into, uh, and I don't want to get too much into the political part of anything, but we get into, in our, our churches now, and uh, our churches, uh, the hierarchy in this church does the same thing. The Methodists, everyone's having problems with it, but we're trying to change things and, and change God's will and his, uh, what He believes. And, you know, we talk about uh, homosexuality. We call it an alternative lifestyle so that we can, you know, accept it. Uh, abortion is murder. Uh, but we call it pro-choice. We call it adultery. You know, free love. and It's a sin. All these things. We change these things and we try to accept them for people to, for the, uh, us to maybe put someone else in church or uh, bring someone in that we don't... And don't misunderstand me. Everyone is welcome in church, and we love them. And and but uh, God also has a set of rules that we need to live by, and we don't need to be trying to change anything. There's uh, a couple of places in the Bible that says that, you know, if you change any of the words or if you add or subtract anything from the Bible, you spend most of your life in hell. So uh, don't be don't be swallowing some of the stuff that's. Uh, it's given to you. Just like I say, keep your eyes on the cross and what Jesus has done for us. In uh, Revelation, it says, I am He who lives and was dead, and behold, I'm alive forever. I have the keys to Hades and death. I want you to know that means that He's telling us that He's in control and He, he can do whatever. And Excuse me. And uh, you know, I think about it from a perspective that God could have stopped all of that. I don't know where we'd be today. I don't know what we'd what we'd have to look forward to. Uh, I don't know. And God is a loving God, and He gave His Son that we might have a promise of eternal life. But I want you to know as well, and I'm not trying to uh, be radical or anything. I'm just going to give you God's words. Uh, there's a parable in Luke that uh, talks about Lazarus. And I want to read that to you just so that you get a perspective of uh, what God has really given us. It says, There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen <clears throat> excuse me, and lived in luxury every day. At his gate laid a beggar named Lazarus. Covered with sores and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sores. The time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. In Hades there was, he was in torment and he looked up and he saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. And he called to him he said, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip his the tip of his finger, and water, and cool my tongue, because I'm in agony with fire. But Abraham replied, Son, remember that you have a lifetime, that in your lifetime you receive good things, while Lazarus received bad things. But now he is conformed here, and you're in agony, and besides all this, between us, you Between us and you, a great chasm has been set in place, so that those who want to go from here to you cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. He answered, I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my family, for I have five brothers. Let them warn him so that they will not come to this place of torment. Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. No, Father Abraham, He said, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. And He said to them, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced even if someone raises from the dead. I want you to know that if you don't keep your eyes on the cross, if you don't accept Christ, there is a place that we don't like to talk about. And there is also a place where you know, we don't maybe talk to our family that we need to see. Talk to them and let them know what's what's ahead and what can be. You can be in a perfect place, of perfect health, uh, happy every day, seeing your family, the ones that have passed on. I mean, you can have heaven, and, and it's more than what you have right now, by multiplied by a thousand, I guess, in heaven. So... just remember to tell your family because when you get to this place, you can't bring your children up, show them the cross. Tell them that's where, where it is. Uh, would you pray with me? Father, we just thank you for this message this morning. Hopefully, someone it hit someone's heart and we learn to keep our eyes on you. Father, Some way you have everything under your hand and in control. And we just need to step back, take notice, and watch it. Father, we thank you for the rain. We thank you for this church. We thank you the families here, the children that are represented. We just thank you for all your blessings. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.